Welcome to the Forensic Cop Podcast. Liverpool 1, Manchester City 4. Are there any positives from this game? I mean, yeah, you know, uh, there were... To be quite honest, I actually, despite the score don't really think that this game was as horrible as the score makes it sound because to be honest the first goal and the the penalty kick um that they got frankly was fabinho's fault and the other three goals were allison's fault so if you cut out those two guys everybody else played at least passably well i mean nobody was really great but you know all of the goals were based on individual errors and you know if if it's not like there was any systemic issues i guess you could say yeah i i I see what you're coming from i would say that in the past games between liverpool and Man man city have been typical of that where it's the first team to make a mistake that concedes rather than the other team doing something incredibly um, cutting to, to the opposing defense. Yeah, I mean, look, at the end of the day, uh, both had same shots at net, eight shots at net. They scored on four of them, and we scored on one. So, you know, that makes a big difference. We had more possession. We had more passes. We had better pass accuracy. Of course, we committed more fouls because that seems to be the way it tends to be going um to be honest like and i know this is gonna sound super weird to me this game was lost by klopp um i thought he was not brave and i thought he played um in in a way that i didn't think put us in a great position and i say that first and foremost like primarily when you looked at fab in the first half he did not look comfortable he gave up that penalty kick which i mean it was an incredibly soft call but he should know better than that he seemed off and i think the smart move and the brave move would have been to sub him off and put you know, Nat Phillips or Kabak or somebody else in there who is comfortable on D because Fab did not look comfortable. And I think what happened in the second half was a team that was just trying too hard. Um, you know, I, I know I've heard uh, Klopp talking about, well, you know, Allison, he's under instruction that if he can't get it out, he needs to, you know, uh, or, or can't make the pass, put it into the stands. But that's definitely not the way Klopp likes to play. And you've seen him yell at guys when they make what I think the safe play is. Um, I mean, frankly, and and I'm sure you remember this, Nat Phillips' first game that he played a while back, he kept booting the ball out and playing safe, and he didn't come back for like two months because they were teaching him how not to do that. So while, yeah, it's all good to say boot it out of bounds if you have to, it's clearly not the motto that Klopp wants. And so I think at least part of this was Klopp um, you know, not not accepting the realities of the situation, trying to play the exact same game we've played until now, and it didn't work because the players weren't in that space, and Fab wasn't quite there, and Allison felt pressure, whatever he felt today, and you know, I I didn't love the strategy. So, do you think that it's a matter of we're playing the same tactics and we're not quite up to par, or? Are we playing at the exact same or close to the same level we have been in these past few years, but other teams have just had two years to figure out how to play against us? So I think I think both of those are true, which is 
we are not playing up to the standards that we need to play because you know as as much as hendo and fab are trying they're simply not central defenders and you know we've discussed this before i would rather have a less skilled central defender at the back than midfielders masquerading as as central defenders and you saw that on when fab gave up the the penalty shot and you saw that on the first goal where he was so worried about giving up another penalty shot he simply didn't get in the way um and and let sterling walk through so you know these guys are are not you know they've they've trained for 20 some odd years to play you know a certain position and you're asking a lot of them in a different way so i think you know we're we're hurting ourselves by trying to play this you know all of our starters we'll put them wherever they need to go. So I think that's one of them. And second, you know, bombing down the side and putting it in the middle, like that worked three years ago, four years ago, whenever we started doing it and we haven't changed our game and people are just covering it now. Yeah. And we have a week off, I think, or yeah, close six days, six days before the next game against Leicester. And I really hope that, they'll use a time to bring the new defenders and Williams if if he's chosen up to speed in playing together. And from now to the end of the season, I, I want our first choice midfield to be Henderson, Thiago, and Fabinho. And then sub in Wijnaldum and Milner and Jones as as you need to. But I want those three to, to drive our midfield going forward because regardless of what's happening up front and, 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 and at the back, our midfield is just... Even in a good season, it was just kind of above average, but now it's just pretty much non-existent. Well, you know, and you brought up another one that really got me, which is, I mean, when I saw him subbing off um, Curtis Jones, like, you know, that's another one where I... It's not I, like I, he's tired, right? It's not like he's not tired. He's, he's 20. He's 20. He can play the whole game, I'm sure. He can play two games back to back and he's fine. He's 20. Like, come on, man. And... You know what? Like, let's be honest. Not saying Genie was doing a bad job, um, and you know, I'm I'm not saying that you know that somebody else needs to be subbed off. But Jones actually looked good. There were moments where I I and I I even texted you this. I'm like, he looks like he's actually going to score today, and it felt like he was building. It felt like he was in the game. He was doing well, and it was clearly one of those where you know Klopp had planned to give him an hour. And then bring on someone else for experience. And it's like, you know, watch the game, be brave. And and I, I'm honestly getting tired of Klopp saying we have to be brave, we have to be brave. Because as a coach, I'm not seeing him be brave. Leave on your youngster, bring on other guys that are going to play in the way you need for that game. Don't just decide what you're going to do before the game and stick to it no matter what. And that's what it felt like. Like, what was Milner doing on the field? Seriously. Yeah, I I agree. I mean, I love Milner, but let's let's be honest. Even before this run of games, he's thirty five, and he's played probably he's him and Genie have played the most in our midfield these past few games. So he's clearly out of out of energy, right? And and um, he's one step behind his brain. You can see how he's always on the stretch, and he misses balls and things like that, and. Um, although to be fair, he he did play, he 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 uh, he did give us some impetus when we went behind, and that that's the experience that showed. But at that point, it was too late, and he had nothing to work with in the midfield. Yeah, like, and again, you know, 
I, all I would say is I know Curtis Jones is young, you know, but he is doing a good enough job of keeping and regaining the ball in the midfield. Not as good as Genie, but he definitely looks like he's starting to add some creativity going forward that Genie is simply not doing. And like to Klopp, be brave and go with that. Don't just go back to, I want to control the midfield. I want my engine, engine, engine. Because look what happens. You know, it's it's to, to Klopp's detriment, what I'll also say is you're also putting a team under extreme pressure to not make a mistake. Because if we fall behind by a goal, you know, then we're screwed because this engine can't produce goals. So everything is dependent on everybody playing a perfect game. And that's just not going to happen. I mean, it's, it didn't happen for for Man City with Ruben Diaz, you know, making the error that he did. And it didn't happen with us. Fabinho made an error. Allison made like three errors. And, you know, there's the game. So I, I don't know. I, I would have liked to see, first of all, I'm done with the 4-3-3. I'm done with the bombing down the wings. We have nobody in the middle to take a header or to take the ball. We've been totally figured out. Something needs to change. And we need to start having central defenders playing central defense. So, I mean, you're asking me, have people caught up to us? Yes. You're asking me, are we playing at our level? No, because we're playing guys out of position and we're not playing the best guys we have. We're bringing in, you know, Milner over Jones at a time when Jones was frankly looking better than Milner has looked. Yeah. Not only that is also just the combination. So I I believe he made the subs at 1-1 and he did. Yeah, so to have I, I understand the sentiment of bringing Thiago off because he had that early yellow as he usually does, and he it still didn't stop him from trying to slide in all over the place. So it was it was unfortunately um, good for him to come off at that point. But to bring on Shaq, as much as I like Shaq as a player, but again, he he's not he doesn't fit into this four three three the way the way we played and the way Klopp wants him to play within it. So that midfield just we just completely weaken our midfield immediately. Well, I mean, here's the thing. Shaq doesn't fit in to a non-Shaq role. You're bringing Shaq on to play a totally different style and position than he normally would. So, again, it comes back to we are basically saying we have a flawless, perfect, best system ever we'd rather stuff people into that system than try to change what we do based on your skill set. So yeah, bringing in, you know, Shaq doesn't do much because Shaq doesn't know how to play the midfield engine. That's not a role that he's ever played. And, you know, I give him credit. He seems like he's genuinely trying to do it, but he just, it's not natural for him. It doesn't bring out the best of him. And frankly, he came on for what, half an hour. And I didn't really see much of him in half an hour. No, me neither. I was just happy to see him take a corner at last. Which, by the way, that was a much better corner than all the other ones we took. Absolutely. So, I mean, if you bring him on for corners, okay, I'll give you that. <laughs> we had we had six corners. Five of them sucked, and one was good because Shaq took it. And unfortunately, we don't have anybody in, in the middle to feed off the corner. Who's he sending it to? Well, that's yeah. the other thing. So I, I actually will agree. So at, at halftime, you, you had said... You know, sub off Fabinho, or no, sub off Tiago, put uh, a defensive center back there and move Fabinho into the middle. And honestly, I would have preferred to see that. I think that would have been the brave move because Fabinho did not look comfortable at the back. Um, again, I think he's been a serviceable center back. 
but I think people are waxing a little too eloquently over how good he is. I, I think people aren't remembering because I can distinctly remember how many fouls he's given, how many penalty kicks, like he is not playing that position that well. I agree. And I was, I was concerned at the start of the season, the rhetoric that was coming out about him from the media, as well as from Klopp. And it seemed as if they were actually seriously considering um, seeing him as a defender. And no, he's not a defender. You know, so even if he continued to play well, that doesn't mean that we don't have to go and get proper defenders because not only are we weakening our midfield, but also it's just a matter of time before he starts playing like a midfielder again. And especially when he plays with Henderson, he plays on the right hand side, which is total is a totally different role than what he's been learning all season playing on the left. So so and and I, I think he was ill, right? Or was it an injury or was he ill? Injury. Oh, it was an injury. Okay. Because I was wondering if, if I think because he seemed pretty off from the very beginning. Uh, so he was off, but even more than that, like, let's be honest, his penalty kick that he gave up. So I, I go after the refs a lot. That was a very soft penalty kick. Um, the one that Salah won was an almost a soft penalty kick, but I'm actually okay. If you're going to call that like, you know, pillow fighting penalties, fine. You call them both ways and he did. So I'm actually okay with it. Um, but I mean, as a central defender, have you seen many central defenders who would give something as silly as that one? Like it's, it's one thing what Ruben Diaz did. He basically stopped the guy from walking in on net. Right. This one, like, come on, man. You're, you're like sneak kicking your leg out the back. Cause like, what are, I, I don't see a central defender doing that. Like either they know they're beaten and they don't want to give up the penalty shot. They know somebody else is coming or they do better. Like, it's just, it's a midfielder playing defense. That was what that penalty was. was. Yeah, it, it was a professional foul that you see in the midfield. And, the and time. yeah, and Fab has oh, a hard time differentiating, which is to say, I have not seen him differentiate in the fouls that he gives, the tackles that he does, the slides that he does. I haven't seen him do the different ones in defense that he does in midfield. He's doing the same thing he was doing in midfield, and that's not ideal for what you want in central defense. Yeah, so... Um, I asked you at the start about positives. The The positive that I see is we finally scored our first goal of the calendar year at Anfield. So. Which is mind-blowing that it's taken it this long. So we still, have, we still haven't scored it in, in open play. Well, you know what? And this is the other one that like, I mean, if you're going to give, um, you know, you know, we give the awards for good plays or for good players, like the negative ones, Fabinho did not look good. Allison did not look good. And, and to some degree, that's on Klopp. And I think Klopp did not come off looking good today. Also, Mane. Like, you know, that header that he had earlier in the game, you know, and and I understand it might not have been the easiest one to score and people make mistakes. But at 0-0 in a game of this importance, you are unmarked. You can't even get it on net. Like, you know, I'm, I'm, I know it's, I know... You know, I'm not playing, but at some point, you know, the smiles and the grimaces and all that are done. Like at some point, even if it's the second minute of the game, Klopp needs to bench a guy and be like, yeah, if you're not even going to put it on net, you're not playing on this team. And that's like the message needs to be sent because that was like, think about what the game would look like if we had gone into the half up one nothing. Right. It's a completely different game. 
And we've talked about this almost every game, which is we have glorious chances that are super forwards miss. I mean, they're not even getting them on net. So like it's, it's hard to win games when, you know, the, the best chance the first half was Mane's and he didn't score on it. He didn't even get it on net. So it's, it's, it's very hard. You know, we're talking about Allison's errors. You know, frankly, Mane, that was a pretty big error. That wasn't an attempt. That was a mistake. So I would rank it the same as Fabinho and the same as Allison. So yeah, the forwards make a lot of mistakes up there too. And, and it's hard to cover for that many mistakes. Yeah, and our whole our whole system has been built on on our front three putting putting away chances, creating havoc, pulling people out of position, and being fed from our fullbacks. So our entire system has just been shredded, and yet we we still persist with it. So that's all that they seem to to train. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, like positives. I don't know. Firmino did his usual Firmino of this year thing, not Firmino of like three years ago. Honestly, I thought Jones looked good. Even the shot that he took off his wrong foot that was easily stopped. Like, you know what? At least he um, tried. You know what? And he got, at least he got something on net. And there were a couple times where he actually started looking dangerous. You know, so I'm I'm glad to see that from him. I don't know if he was freelancing or if Klopp told him you can be a little bit more aggressive. So I like that. You know, one thing I didn't like was Tiago and his, you know, second minute yellow card. Like that just, that makes the rest of the game so much harder. Yeah. So. He, he does that so often. I, I, I would have thought that a player of his experience would understand how to to tone it down after, after having a couple games. But it seems every game he just he he just gives away cheap fouls, and and it's the exact same foul every time. It's the I'm trying I'm behind you and I'm trying to come around you to poke the ball, right? And the worst part is the worst part is none of those are like stopping a goal or stopping a great chance. You know, I still remember the one on on Kane where it was in their side of the half, and they were kind of maybe semi breaking, but not really. And like, what did you gain out of it today? What did he gain out of it? There wasn't any, you know, there there was no great chance that was coming out of it. Like, you know, weigh the risks. So I, I'm with you. I think he needs to be more aware of the fact that he's clearly not able to get those. You know, whether it's he's gotten a little slower, the league is a little faster, people have figured it out, whatever, and just stay within himself and stop trying to make those like desperate lunges. Yeah. I... I'd actually be okay if Trent takes a seat for a couple of games and, and then play Williams there because I thought he had played himself back into form, but he's just he's just a little too casual for, for my liking. And and he's been he's been able to get away with it these past two seasons because the team has, has operated at such a high, high level. But he needs to he needs to play with a little a little bit more urgency. Because he, he, he can, but he's just too too lax. Uh, I mean, I guess it all depends on how you look at it. Is he lax? Yes. Is it because he's just not that good a defender? Maybe. Like, no, but like, even, let's, even attacking, just his overall play is, is just seems as if this... I don't know. It's there's just, there's just no sense of urgency or importance compared to... Henderson or Robertson or even Mane, for goodness, even Salah is just that he misses, but at least he plays with a sense of urgency. 
Yeah, no, it's true. I think, I mean, God, you ask me, I'm, I'm not sure we want to get into the conversation of who needs to be sat. Because, mm-hmm. like, I'll be honest, the back line, Trent, Fab, Hendo, and Robertson, all four need to be sat. In the midfield, you absolutely need to sit Tiago because he needs to figure out how to, like, tackle properly. Genie needs to be sat because he's played way too games. I guess you can leave Curtis Jones on, and God knows what you do with the front three. So, pff, not worth getting into who needs to be sat right now because there's nobody covering themselves with glory, frankly. No, I agree. And and obviously, the front three have to continue playing for quite a while. Um, I think we have, we have to allow Tiago to just play through this and to... To, to gain experience, um, experience in the EPL. Henderson needs to be moved into the midfield along with um, Fabinho. Probably doesn't make sense to to sit the two fullbacks at the same time. So I would just replace Trent with Williams. You know what? I think I feel like going forward right now, and I know this is going to sound a bit crazy, but for like the next, I don't know, like six EPL games either one of Trent and Robertson can play. The other one, like Robertson needs to be sat for Tamikas and Trent needs to be sat for Williams. Like they just, they need to be sat here and there. You know, Robertson, it's not necessarily his play. It's the fact that he's clearly exhausted, whether it's mentally or physically. And Trent needs to be sat because, I mean, damn, he is not playing well. Right, I agree. And, And what I would say is, and I feel like this is a recurring theme in my head right now is Klopp needs to be brave and not just run out the same team over and over. Look at who, like, you know, it's it's like those people who make a bad joke and it's like, dude, feel the room. Like Klopp needs to feel the room. Trent needs to sit. Robertson needs to sit. Stop running them out there every game. This isn't new. Like it's been the last month, right? And I think, Yeah, I think he's been spoiled as we have by just trusting this team through so much and then so he i think he just always assumes okay next game they'll get it together next game they'll get it together and then they do and then they don't so here we are well but i mean it's also not that fine a a edge to jump to say you know they're at the point where they're you know killing their own momentum and killing their own um you know confidence like at some point when you've when you've literally lost, what is it, four home games in a row now that we've lost, which is the most, sorry, three, which is tied for the most of any Liverpool team in history. Is that right? I thought that's what I heard. Yes, the last one was 58 years ago. Like at some point, you can't keep running the same guys out there because they're just going to think we're going to lose. Just like last year, the year before, every time we went out, we knew we'd win. We fell behind early. We knew we'd win. Now it's not feeling like that. And something needs to change. And then the scary thing, too, is as a longtime Liverpool fan, having watched a lot of good and a lot lot more bad teams through the 90s, 2000s, and 10s, even back in those days when we weren't doing as well as we have been recently, I always expected and believed that we would win at Anfield no matter who we played. Honestly, with this team, um, who's the next home game? Everton. I can totally see us losing that one too, right? Because I, I just don't see how we score. You know what it is, right? and, I, and, and that's my concern. Like you're right. I see us losing because I see us running the same. Te- I see us doing the exact same thing we've done today. Right. 
and having the exact same result. Like, like at some point we need to change something like, and I don't know like what's going on in Klopp's head. I think, you know, he's had a great run. He has done very well, but this is a time he needs to figure out as a coach, what he's going to do because this isn't working. And, you know, I mean, this isn't baseball where you have 162 games in a season. Like, you know, we're, we're in the second half of the season and you've basically worked what this is five, six games now where nothing has changed. Like you need to do something. And, and I actually don't have faith that he will do anything. So I suspect the next game, we're going to be seeing Tiago and Jeannie in the middle, along with either Jones or, you know, someone else. Um, I don't know. Frankly, the next game, I suspect he's going to keep Fab at the back, put Kabak in with him, and move Hendo to the middle. And it'll be Tiago, Genie, and Hendo, and then everybody else the same. That's my guess. Yeah, I I mean, I love Genie, but I'm so tired of seeing him in our team. I'll be honest, because when when the team is playing like this, he is not what we need. And the, the sooner Keita can come back or Ox can find some type of remembrance of how to play um, or Henderson or, or Fabinho can come back into that midfield, they'll just be a little bit more drive with him. Anyway, I, I, I don't want to be, I don't sound like a broken record, but he just, he slows down. He interrupts our play. He doesn't have eyes on the back of his head or the side of his head. He's just, he looks up. He sees a, a defender, and then he turns around and passes back. It's, it's just, I don't know. I, I just don't understand. I don't like for for me now. I think after today, you know, it's clear that we're playing for top four, right? It's clear that we're not playing for the title, and Klopp needs to figure out how we get to top four because doing this over and over and over again is not is not going to get us top four. Agreed. So you know, and and again. I said when Van Dyke and Gomez went down, I said maybe we need to go back to just heavy metal football, except that we're going to have some losses, give up a lot of goals, but at least we're going to score. And now, I mean, we're... Do we even have the personnel for heavy metal football? We have right? the team to play heavy metal football. Just I don't know I, I don't know if we do, right? Because if, if you think back to those seasons, we had Emre Chan, we had Lalana, mm-hmm. um, Origi was still quite you know potent i i mean i i just don't see how we score goals no you know what i'm actually gonna so you're right but with if you have tiago jones and hendo in the midfield and maybe Shaq coming in to help too that's a midfield that can make a lot of passes and a lot of plays up we just have no presence on on the field well and and in the middle so hopefully, yeah, if we can move Fabinho and Henderson into the midfield, then that'll just give us a little bit more presence. But even up front, even if Jota comes back, um, I I don't really I don't even think he'll make that much of a difference, except maybe putting pressure on the other, um, the other front three to perform. Well, I mean, the other one is Firmino needs to be dropped because he's not really doing anything. Exactly. So in theory, I mean, I know. Salah, Mane, and Jota aren't going to have link-up plays. But at the very least, Jota in the middle will pull some people off of Salah and Mane. Like you can very much see how anytime the ball goes down, the 
defenders in the center can focus on the wings because there's nothing in the center to worry about. And so that's why to me, if we play heavy metal football, change this around and say, you know what, go, 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 then you'd be looking at, you know, the, the defense would at least feel under pressure as opposed to just being able to sit there and defend against, frankly, two guys. It's all Salimani. Without, right. with, once, once you put three guys on each of them, the team is done, right? Like, and, and frankly, when, you know, some teams are dropping all 11 against us, you know, obviously they can take two guys with all their players. The rest of the people need to step up, but in Klopp's system, it doesn't work, right? It's all about the link up. So I, I feel like I keep coming back to like, from a coaching point of view, something has to change. A systemic change has to happen. Otherwise, I don't see how we score. You know, I think teams have figured us out. We've lost our personnel at the back, which has cost us the midfield. And, you know, I think we're in a bit of trouble. Yeah. And I know this is becoming more of a philosophical discussion than a <laughs> game review. But yes, we he, he kind of did this to himself in, in that we were saying for a while, you know, previous seasons that we can't rely on our front three forever and ever, right? And he... I'm not saying that he should have broken them up, but we should have looked for um, backup last season or even the season before. Well, he, he just chooses to play them every single game because they never really get injured, right? And so I think they're just, maybe, maybe they're just tired of playing together. I mean, it's possible. It's possible they're figured out. It's possible they're just getting, you know, one year older, one step slower every year. And the other thing is like, you know, to your point, if Fabinho, if Firmino is the most important player on the field, and that's what Klopp keeps saying, why is it that he's the guy who has no replacement? Right. We haven't gotten anyone in his mold unless they were thinking that uh, Minamino would have been, but I, I can't imagine that. So I, I don't know. I just feel like to some degree it's been a bit of a lack of planning that's kind of gotten us here. And I honestly don't know what gets us out. I mean, today's game, you know, was it a 4-1 game? No. If, if you know, Allison doesn't make, you know, his two giveaways and actually stops that, you know, the goal from Foden, which frankly he would have stopped had he not given the two balls away. Like yeah. he was just spooked by that point. It would have ended 1-1 and we'd be like, eh, we got something out of it. But still... It wasn't great. I mean, we needed a the penalty shot to get a goal. Otherwise, we still can't score from open play. It's it's kind of crazy. Yeah, and maybe in the long run, it's better that we lost like this, you know, because maybe this really opens a lot of people's eyes to what I think we all see anyway. But I think sometimes you can only you can only ride your luck for so long, right? So now it's clear whatever the reasons why they, they hesitated to get a defender until the last day, it's obvious that they should have done it earlier. So that way there's no excuse for them not playing a game like this with defenders, right? Because they would have had enough training sessions to get up to speed with the EPL and everything else. So yeah, it, it's just misman poor mis it's yeah, complete mismanagement from top to bottom. The, the other one is, and again, we've had our own injury difficulties, but you know, arguably Man City were missing their two most important players. Exactly. I mean, you could make the argument Ruben Diaz has looked very good of late, but I mean, realistically, Aguero's their goal scorer, and uh, De Bruyne is the heart of that team. 
So without those two, when I when I saw the lineup and I'm like, oh, they're I knew they were out, but uh, I'm like, hey, you know what? This is a maybe. But you know, again, I thought we played well. I don't think we deserved a four-one loss. But it's it's you still. Could, yeah, you could tell they were riding their confidence, right? So right from the first whistle, if if there was a crowd there, they wouldn't have started that game like that. But you could tell they knew this is the moment where they can finally beat us at Anfield, and they they're they they're in a the habit of winning, so that just gave them the edge from the very beginning. Once we weathered the storm after the first twenty minutes or so, and then we got into the game, I thought that it was ours, to be honest with you. Um, and 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 I'll tell you, them. I'll tell you what killed it was the the Mane header. Like we played well afterwards, but we had weathered their push. We had now started turning the tables. And if Mane's header goes in, then their confidence would have been like they would have gone back to, you know what? This is Anfield for us. Like Pep's never won at Anfield. Right. Until today. So again I come back to, you know, I know it might be asking a lot of the forwards, but they need to finish. And, you know, it, it, again, not great finishing. Realistically, other than that one, I can't think of many good chances that we had. I know he had another header that was kind of, he was going away from the net. So it was a soft yeah. one. Yeah, the one that Jones, um, I think it, it came off stones for a corner. He He was about to pass it into the side of the cop. Oh, that one. That was a great yeah. chance. Right. But again, in all honesty, who was looking dangerous, who was looking like they had purpose was Jones, and then he gets pulled off. I know. So I'm... I, for Milner of all people. For Milner. When, when it's 1-1. One, one. So, so clearly, Klopp would have been happy with a tie. Yeah. Klopp was playing for a tie. And again, this is where I come back to, you know, I, I actually agree with Klopp when he talks about, you know, the players and the team have to be brave. And I just feel like he needs to be brave too. And he needs to look and he needs to say 1-1. One, one, okay, but we want to win it. So I'm not going to bring Milner on. I'm going to bring someone who's going to score on. Like he needs to look at it in that way. So man of the match. I'll give it to Curtis Jones because he actually, for 60 minutes, looked like there was, you know, a little bit of spark in him and he was looking at least to be more aggressive. So I'll, I'll give it to him because I can't find anyone else to give it to you. Yeah, I think I'll go with Jones too. I was I was kind of thinking Henderson because I was thinking of players that play 19. And again, it's my default because he never really has a terrible game. It's just that he's the only one who looks like he's, he cares. Um, and he and he was playing for two people, right? I saw him more on Fabinho's side than I did on on his own side. But he was he was covering Fabinho a lot today, and you could tell it was catching him out of position several times. Yeah. But I agree. Um, Jones was our best player, which says a lot. Well, I mean, it, it could also say great things because the kid's only 20. So he's probably got a bright future. But I mean, that doesn't really warm our hearts this year. I mean, I guess the only thing I can say is, you know, we're still in play for a top four <laughs> right now in fourth place. Yeah. Um, and I think... Football is very interesting. Like in, in a couple of weeks, a couple of wins, all of this will be history and we'll be firmly placed in the top four, looking forward to next season. And then, yeah, we could just put this crazy season behind us, get Van Dyke and everybody else back, get a few more signings and then really put a proper challenge into Man City, hopefully, because I do not want Man, Man United to win. 
Oh no, Man City's winning. Man United's dreaming if they think they're getting there. So this is Man City's year to win and uh, Liverpool is going to be working hard the rest of the way to, to try to make top four. For more stories, analysis and articles, go to the ForensicCop.com website. <laughs>